0: Hello, welcome back to the Fed Up. I am your Fed Up hostess, Casey, and today's topic is one that I could have never predicted that I would be recording an episode about, but you never know what the world is gonna throw you in topsy-turvy 2021 world. So today's episode is actually about Nicki Minaj. Who is Nicki Minaj? Nicki Minaj is a rapper. She is known for her giant butt her song anaconda and for her provocative lyrics well is she in the news right now for any of those things is it music related is it performance related no she is in the news because of the met gala which she did not attend she did not attend the met gala Um, The Met Gala is a celebration of being rich and rich people doing rich people things, wearing opulent outfits, eating caviar, drinking Don Perignon, talking about hedge funds and all those types of rich people things. $30,000 for a ticket. She did not go. And it's not because she didn't have the $30,000. It's because this year the Met Gala had a vaccination requirement and that didn't jive with her current values and she chose to tweet about that so in the tweet she asked her many millions of followers to prey on their choice to get the vaccine and she said i'm telling you this because my cousin's friend took the vaccine and now has testicular swelling and then she went on to say, you know, please be safe. You know, see a doctor, talk to a doctor, and you know, wear a mask, you know, not like the, the funny ones, wear like a real mask. So it's not like she went full, you know, off the rails, full freedom mode. She's still saying, take some precaution. So it's not like she went completely rogue. Now, testicles are funny and it's easy to make testicle jokes. Balls are funny. But if it's your balls that are swollen, uh, I'm pretty sure that's no joke. I don't have balls because I'm a woman. Because women do not have balls. Um, Sorry for anybody who can't handle that, but women do not have balls. Um, But if I did have them, I would imagine that if they were swollen, that would be extremely uncomfortable and probably even dangerous. So, she is getting absolutely railroaded by the mainstream media. Why? They're calling her a crazy conspiracy theorist. They're calling her unstable. They're making fun of her for talking about testicles, which is such a low blow. I mean, come on, how old are we, like five? All because she asked a question. And she's not stopping either. But Twitter took some steps to stop her they temporarily disabled her account. Huh. Not allowed to ask a question. Now, why is that? Now, not only is she not allowed to ask a question, according to Big Tech, there's somebody who now wants to get in contact with Nicki Minaj, ASAP. Is it the mainstream media to ask about the cousin's friend who has the giant swollen balls? No. Is it... I don't know. Who could it be? Hmm. It's the White House. The White House wants to s- schedule a call with Ms. Minaj because they want to answer any of her vaccine questions. So the White House is carving out time out of its very boring day to set the record straight with Nicki Minaj because she asked a question about the vaccine. There is so much time in the Biden White House that there is time for this call to be made. Let's review what's currently happening in the Biden administration right now. We have an Afghanistan fucking mess, mess. No, we have not forgotten about Afghanistan, Joe, as much as you would have liked to us have forgotten it with your vaccine mandate. We still remember, we're still thinking about it. And not only that, we're also thinking about your General Milley disaster. General Milley, who looks like may have committed treason by conspiring with a Chinese general during the last days of the Trump presidency. And it looks like there may be a little bit of a coup that happened. We've got inflation. We've got the projected GDP dropping by 41 percent. OK, so there's a whole lot going on in the Biden administration. But you have time to call Nicki Minaj to answer her questions about the vaccine Why? Did she ask the wrong question? So here's the thing about not being allowed to ask questions. Why? Okay, so let's let's talk to the parents out there because I know I have a lot of parents who are listening. When your kid asks you a question that you don't want to answer, why is that? Because you don't want to have to tell them the answer, right? That's why you shake off questions. Mom, is Santa real? When they're like five, you're like, ah, next question. You don't want to be the one to answer that question when they're five. Where do babies come from? You might not be ready to have that conversation. So you change the subject. The reason that you're not allowed to ask questions is because there's an answer that they don't want to tell you. That's why. So my question is, what is is that answer? What is that answer that they are not wanting to tell you? Well, I think I have an idea of what it may be. And I'll tell you right after this. So what is that answer that they don't want to tell us? Well, there's a whole big wide world out there outside of the United States and the United States mainstream media slash big tech slash government conglomerate that we now live under, because we all know that those things are not independently. uh, They don't exist independently anymore. So I went poking around looking to see what other countries are doing, and I came across this article in an Indian newspaper, um, the Indian Express. There is a province in India, which is no small country, by the way. They have over a billion people in India. That's three times the population of the United States. The, The headline goes as follows. Uttar Pradesh government says early use of blank helped to keep positivity and deaths low what is that early use item they are talking about well ladies and gentlemen it's that thing that cnn has been calling horse dewormer it's that thing that they say all the rednecks are gobbling up so, let me ask you this. Liberals, which I know you're not listening cuz you're too chicken shit to listen. But if you were, are the Indians a bunch of rednecks? Do they have rednecks in India? Is the entire government of the Uttar Pradesh province in India are are they trumpers? Are they science deniers? Are they crazy anti-maskers? Are they murderers because they're using ivermectin and not following the prescribed protocol that Fauci has given? So what the Uttar Pradesh province has done is when there is a COVID case, they give ivermectin to everybody who is in contact With that person, so if I get COVID, they're going to give ivermectin not only to me, but to my husband, my daughter, probably some of the people that my husband worked with, any of the kids that my daughter played with. They're using it as a prophylactic and therapeutic use. The article says they have they are the first state to have introduced a large scale prophylactic and therapeutic use and they are now down to a statistically negligible percent of covid cases in this province now you may be asking well casey what about their vaccination rate would you like to take a guess of what the vaccination rate is in india Here in the United States, 54%, 54% of the population in the United States is vaccinated. I'm going to ask you now, is India's vaccination rate higher or lower than the vaccination rate of the United States? So I will give you a moment to think about it. Hmm. It's lower by a lot. It's only 5%. That's right, 5. As in 10 times less. 5. Single digit. This is the answer to the question that they don't want you to ask. This is why you're not allowed to talk about it. And my next question is, why are you not allowed to talk about it? Because you would think that the government would like to help curb the COVID outbreaks, you'd think, except for I'm starting to wonder if the government and Big Pharma are separate entities. I don't think they are. I think they are one in the same. So now we have a four armed government, right? We have the official government, right? And then we have their other arms, which used to be, you know, the executive branch, Congress, Judicial branch, uh-uh. Those are not the arms of the government anymore. Now we have the executive branch, big tech, big pharma, and the media. It's now a four-branch government instead of a three. And there are no checks and balances. They all work to the same end. They don't check one another. They all just step in time and march to the beat prescribed by whoever it is that's pulling the strings. I'm not sure which one of those four branches is pulling the strings, but it sure as hell is not the executive branch. And I don't think it's the media because they're just the parrots. So it's either big tech or big pharma. But big tech is also just getting rid of stories that they don't like. So that kind of makes me go, "Hmm, I think it, I think it might be big pharma." And yes, we need big pharma for all kinds of things. Obviously, big pharma is not completely evil. They are private companies that provide medicine when you need it. But Big Pharma should not be shaping policy. Big Pharma should not be encouraging censorship. Big Pharma should not be the one dictating whether you can ask a question or not. I started reading the Harry Potter series with my daughter. She's eight and she loves Harry Potter. And all of this is kind of reminding me of the fifth book. I don't, I don't know if any of you have read the Harry Potter books with your children. But there's, in that fifth one, in the Order of the Phoenix, there's like a, a, an entire censorship campaign about whether Voldemort is back or not. And you're not allowed to talk about it. And they punish you and censor you if you even dare to say that Voldemort is back. Well, guess what? Voldemort was back the whole time. But you weren't allowed to ask that question because they didn't want you to know that the Ministry of Magic was in with Voldemort. They didn't want you to know that. And they didn't want to look incompetent. They were all just trying to cover their freaking butts. And that sounds awfully familiar. I was (laughs) sitting there reading the book of my daughter and I'm like, um. Uh, Wow, this sounds familiar. This sure sounds familiar. If the entire system is trying to squash the answer to a question, you got to ask that question louder and more often. So it can't just be Nikki asking that question, even though she's got 157 million followers. On Instagram, literally 157 million. I looked her up and I'm like, oh, she's only got 157,000 followers. Oh, never mind. That's a million. <laughs> okay. So she's got a huge reach, which is probably why the Biden White House is interested in having a little telephone chat. So that way, Nikki can step back in line because we all know how people like Nikki are supposed to behave according to the Democrat Party supposed to just, you know, accept the Democrat narrative and and be a good girl and not ask any questions. Because remember, you ain't black if you don't follow in line with the Biden narrative. Remember, it's time to start asking those questions in public, folks. Eventually, they will have to answer. They're not going to be able to keep it hidden. I am going to put the screenshots of the article in my Instagram. If you would like to read it, I will put the article in my Instagram and you can take a look and read it for yourself. But I am fed up with not being able to ask questions. And you should be too. And you better start asking them loudly and publicly. Ask questions. Asking a question should have zero consequence unless the person you are asking the question of is attempting to hide something big. Otherwise, they just answer the question. So, Nikki, thank you so much for this episode. I never thought I would talk about Nicki Minaj, India, and Harry Potter in the same episode, but here we are. We need more big voices like Nikki too. We need more. And I think there's a whole lot of people that are going to be emboldened by her because she's not backing down because she's, she's Nikki Minaj. This has been an episode, a very weird episode of The Fed Up. Thanks for listening. Ask those questions. See you next time.